and it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM, on this beautiful day. Good morning, 2F3, with Morocco, Seth, and Mando. Tune in live at 10.30, and it's all on road radio. It's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM. Yo, 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 what up, what up, good morning, good morning, GM, GM, Monday, January 16th, 2023, look at that, another beautiful day to have a beautiful day, I got my, my, you know, we got, I mean, we got Golden in the house, Golden, what's up, good morning, (laughs) GM, GM, it's just me and you. Is we got, we got. I heard OSF was back. GM. Like I saw him, like read out stuff. Where, what's up with this guy? Where's OSF is our special guest today, so he's gonna come at the, you know, special guest times. Um and, uh, um, and what about his better half? Where, where's, where's Mando at? <laughs> and Mando, I think he's got baby stuff going on. Um, but oh, hold on, hold on. I am figuring things out right now, but we're here. We are, uh, uh, we are here. We are out here. Let me just get this party started. Tweet it out as usual. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, you know what to do. Bottom right is where you participate within the space. And uh, at the top, I'm about to pin the titles for the day, and you know what to do. Retweet that. It's on my uh, feed as usual. Oh, look at who we got. Look at who, uh, we uh got going on here uh it looks like i'm gonna bring ovi up in a second our special guest is uh has made it uh to the stage <laughs> a big GM day guys. today GM. how's it going it's a big day it's going really well ovi it's a pleasure uh to meet you uh and i oh, can't yeah. wait <laughs> thanks thanks so much for hosting me it's, uh, it's great to be here i've always wanted to be on rug radio actually it's been a it's been a Sort of my resolution for 2023. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! It's so funny. Uh, it's a pleasure. I'm getting some messages from Mando saying that his baby has absolutely lost it. Uh, so this, this, I guess, this is where our uh, our, our Trojan uh, advertisement kicks in. Uh, but uh, <laughs> play. <laughs> I just play. Mando's gonna be here any second. It is Monday after all. Uh, another week. Uh, into 2023, week number three. Uh, exciting past couple of weeks on the show, of course. As y'all know, you know, Ovi had some stuff he was handling, so we'll be talking about this uh, on the show later as he's a special guest and we'll be talking about himself. We'll be talking about the keeper. Uh, uh, we'll be talking about uh, uh, about all things uh, as usual on that front. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, today on the show, today, uh, today as usual, um today as usual macro and nft daily summary and we can recap um we have crypto market what's next because it was quite a weekend actually uh on the markets uh it was so funny uh um it was so funny but uh after the show on 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 friday i think i have the clip somewhere 
I had saved it, but uh, I'll play it after. But uh, when the God Candle did happen, so God Candle confirmed it was a fun Friday evening uh, and a fun weekend on the crypto market side of things. So we'll be chatting over this overview and, of course, as usual, going over a few things in NFT space, recaps and what's going on this week and what we're looking forward to. And then, as usual, uh, we do have a special guest. But our special guest today, as I boot up the video uh, shortly, there's Mando. I'm going to go live in the video in three, two, one. We're also live on video for those who want to get that experience because we're going to share uh, the live stream uh, to uh, to people um, you know, on there and share the markets and whatnot. But anyways, 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 anyways. Now, now we're really back. Now, now we're back, back. You know, it's uh, it's it feels good uh, to have everyone uh, you know, uh, on the show uh, this morning here. Let me fix one thing here. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. We're super back. It was a fun first two weeks of the show. Uh, I got to say, arguably, uh, let me send Mando's co-host. Arguably, uh, on the, on, in the last two weeks have been some of the best content we've put out, in my opinion. Uh, I think it was great from, from the macro perspective, the NFT, the educational perspective, the guests. Last week was packed. It was fun. Pons at 10 Friday. Kieran from Aluvium to start the week. Even the week prior was a lot of fun. But, 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 but their trifecta is back in full effect. You already know. And so it's going to be a vibe. We got Mando in the house. Mando, good morning. How you doing, GM? Oh, you muted. Still muted. He's got his, um, for those who are watching, not watching on video, he's got his uh, call center headset on. So he's about what? to pick up the phone. Hello, this is Apple support. How may I help you? <laughs> Man, oh, no, we still can't hear you. Um, Ovi, it seems like Mando like still hasn't gotten that cable in Portugal. I don't know how long it takes to get a, to get a, a cable over there, but it sounds like uh, he's struggling. <laughs> Ovi had the time to travel around the, the, the whole planet. And, uh, and, 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 and no, I still can't hear you, Mando. And it's not me. It's not me. It's you. <laughs> I'm looking at my roadcaster because <laughs> I can hear you over. You're just breaking down. Everybody stay cool in the audience. I promise you there's a show this morning. Okay. And, <laughs> and Ovi can't unmute. He's got the co-host rug. So I'm going to kick him out. <laughs> removing you and adding you back. In the meantime, Austin, good morning. Why troubleshoot my co-host? <laughs> Yo, GM, yeah, I'll call uh, tech support. Have you tried blowing on it? That usually does. <laughs> Have you tried blowing on the mic? You know, that that's your tech support. Persian tech support, where I'm from, Austin, is have you tried hitting it? Have you tried punching the thing, uh, Mando? Have you tried punching your microphone? Just like literally like punch it. Like, just give it a good punch. It can you really still hear me? Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so wait, let me let, let me get this straight. The cable still hasn't arrived. Like <laughs> the cable never arrived to the UK. Uh, I actually got the cable. I actually got the cable for my roadcaster. I bought it from Portugal. It arrived in a week, but um, the baby was absolutely losing it, uh, which is why I was late. And I thought for once I could rely on my trusty co-host to uh, to to fill in for me. And suddenly he's also not here on a Monday. Oh, hold on! So, he, um, he is not the co-host today. He's the special guest. I'm the special oh, guest. The special I don't guest. I don't I don't come on for the first half an hour. So. Yeah, so, <laughs> maybe had to leave. 
the baby had to leave because she was losing it so oh much. My God. Sophie just went. Well, my wife just went out with her. <laughs> oh my God, that that's funny. Another so this is just another chaotic morning on the show. I mean, the, I mean, this is just normal at this stage. You know, it's 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 just it's just it's just uh, it's just how we roll. So, anyways, let's pin at the top. Let's get the tweets out. Let's talk because we've got a lot to go over. Hopefully, by the time we get to to our special guest today, he's done switching the tires on his cars. Um, and <laughs> what, do you do? what do you think that was the time to do that? Dude. Oh, yeah. No, so I, I had to... Time to get up the old left No, they, they, give, they give you an all-day appointment, right? So I was like, okay, hopefully the guy will come in the morning and I'll, I'll get it all done. Um, and then it gets to like half an hour before the show. And like, okay, I guess hopefully it's going to come happen after the show. And then this, as soon as it's like 10, it's like 10, 28 Eastern, I, I get a phone I call out, and I'm just... And I'm just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I feel you. It, I, I hate that stuff. It's just, it's always like that. Like last week, I think it was the week before last week, like all of a sudden, like out of all the times the plumber could pick to come over to like fix something in my house, he picked like 1029 to show up. And I'm here like, yo, what am I supposed to do? And, you know, I want to open the show in time, but I got this motherfucker down there trying to fix a leak in my bathroom. So, <laughs> oh my God. Anyways, 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 we are live we're here everybody's present and you love it so today on the show today today i'm gonna start over here macro and nft daily summary we can recap crypto market what's next and very special guest osf Frank. let's get this party started a lot of stuff happening on the nft front for sure we got austin on the stage i saw austin put out an announcement this morning so we'll get to that as well because i saw doodles i mean a lot of people starting to is this is moving it's moving we talk about him a lot so we're gonna try and squeeze some alpha out of austin uh, because this is what we do on the show. He's probably going to give us none of it, but we're going to do our best here because this is what we do on Rock Radio uh, uh, all the time. There's the option to watch on video if you want. There's the option to watch on, on, on to listen to audio if you want. But at least share because that is free of cost. But anyways, 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 without further ado, let's get right into it. Who is the man, macro daddy of the land? Can you dig it? So hold on, have I, have I just taken over from all the macro stuff now? No, well, today, no, today, today, Ovi is the special guest. Listen, Mando, you got to treat him today. Oh, okay. Today, okay. he's Sorry. not. Just it, out the red carpet. It's not your Canary Labs partner on stage. This is not your better half on stage that you share your life with. This is not your the thirty six of the seventy two apes on stage. This is not <laughs> this is not my co host OSF for your co host on stage Rug Radio OSF. This is OSF art on stage. Okay, artist, we we have a big so the be selling artist, you know, yeah. one of one artist, successful uh, founder and creator behind Red Guy NFT, which in the past two weeks had a huge pump, right? A massive beginning of the year, and so he is our guest of honor today. So you have to treat him like guest that. Of honor. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so today, you um, know, you're good. But also, I heard that he's good at macro, so he will give us his take on macro will, because I, I know people are dying for it. So we will ask him about that if he doesn't mind, of course, because he is, you know, an artist after all. But uh, <laughs> let's do market with you first. <laughs> so, so what's happened? Um, we were on the show when I was in London. What was on Friday, and you Got could just Kendall tell confirmed. it was like itching high. Every dip was getting bought. Um, and I don't know, like the, the thing that people were always saying is overbought is this term called like RSI. It's what you, if you ever look at like the feed and feed and greed, greed, uh, fear and greed index, yeah. like Bitcoin and Ethereum, it was looking really overbought on like the recent, um, on like the six day and 12 days. So it just looked like, you know, this, this is 
stretching towards the end of that move. Now, what that generally shows is that it, it looks at previous moves and looks at the current standard deviation of the of the of the move, and it then makes a judgment of right. This looks slightly overbought. So I think that the six day RSI on um, Ethereum is on like ninety seven. It's like it's like off the charts high, but wow. it's very backward looking. It's a backward looking metric um, and. It felt as though crypto, for well, since November, since FTX blew up, was was selling off based on technicals more than anything. So to look at the market backward looking from the period of November to January and then based on how big a volatile move um, forward looking that should be just seemed excessive. So um, I was I was slightly unsurprised. We saw that like massive gold candle and it hasn't really dipped. Right. It went to 550. It dipped to like, I think. Sorry, it went to fifteen fifty. It dipped to like fifteen hundred briefly, um, or maybe yeah. fifteen twenty roughly. But now it seems to be back at fifteen fifty. Why? I, I don't know. Like it, this, I, I, like I said, I, when I was doing the uh, the daily, I, I said I thought we could go to sixteen hundred, seventeen hundred. I said it on this stage, right? I think yeah. seventeen hundred, eighteen hundred. I said on this stage, and you're like, oh wow, that's like that's ages away. And I was like, I didn't think it was that far. Like twenty percent move. Now it's only really a ten percent move to get to seventeen hundred. I don't. Uh, I put in the chat the other day, like we're eight days in a row up on Ethereum. That's a lot. Like um, you don't normally see moves like that. We're now going for nine days in a row up. The last time it, it made a move like this, nine days in a row, it went from was July 2021, and it went from trading at 1700 to trading at 4000 over the course of the next two months. So, although I think we might see a couple of dip days, I think you're meant to. Buy dips here. I think this is what is what this is telling you is um, there's strength in this move, um, and I would just never fade. I would just never fade moves in crypto. Like when you feel like it's got momentum. Um, yes, if we were at, if we we're at four thousand and it made to move to five thousand, then you'd maybe fade it. But we're not. We're literally still trading below where we were trading in two thousand and seventeen. Or, or, or around about where we were trading in 2017. It's not like you're sitting here and buying it at the highs and there's been a move. Um, so to that end, I think that I'm going to be buying every dip, every dip possible. Um, I'm not max long here, but I'm because um, I, I took some off. But uh, I, uh, I'm going to be buying every dip. So if we dip down to 1500, I'm buying it at 14, 14.50 and I don't know. Like, I think I think we'll probably consolidate in the high 1,000, so like 1,800, 1,900. I don't think we're going to just blast to like 3,000. Look at the monthly like chart but, for um, like Bitcoin and like ETH. <laughs> look at ETH though, right? Like this ETH, is ETH on the month. Yeah. In 2017, ETH, ETH peaked at about 1,500. Yeah, it's trading um, like here. Before it, like, yeah, here, right here. There it is. You have to go even further back, yeah, right? Yeah, here. 17, 18. Yeah, there you go. There it is. December. So don't, so don't say that like we haven't sold off a lot. We sold off a lot. Um, and you, you have some very prominent bears being like, oh, you know, we're going to go lower. There's all this macro stuff that could get Do they get have involved. like Godfather PFPs? <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> but look, I think, I think what we saw last year was largely a technical sell-off. Um, although yes, you got hurt by crypto, uh, by tech valuations. What you really saw is a lot of leverage in the system and a lot of scams blow up all at once. And we went on this stage, what was it last week? And we were talking about the idea that what's left, like there's no real blow up in DeFi. I can see 
yes, the Gemini and DCG thing could could go a little bit bad, but the it, SEC stuff I didn't affect us as much. Like we were mid pump when it was affecting it, and then it, it's it slowed it down, but we still got the candle. Even if we see blow ups in CFI, which there might be, like I'm not saying Nexo or even like a, even a smaller exchange like Qcoin, I just don't see anything being on the same scale as what we saw last year. Like you literally probably saw the Luna ecosystem was something like all in 60 billion worth of value across um, Luna, all of all of its derivative coins plus the Terra stable coin. You saw um, FTX go, which is about 15 to 20 billion. Although there might be a high recovery on that, we don't know. You saw um, 3AC go, which was 18 billion. Um, and now you're see- and you saw what looks like Genesis going, which is a few a few billion. Um, I-, I just don't know what blows up unless you see unless you think Binance is going to blow up or Coinbase, which I, I don't th- think, I think is going to happen. I think they're far better capitalized yeah. than all, all those people that I just named. Like every successive shock that we're going to see is smaller, even if you do see blow ups. And so I don't think there's that technical sell off. And by technical, I mean like for selling because somebody somebody does something stupid and blows himself up. Mm. I just don't know who blows himself up. Now, this God year. forbid someone blows themselves up. Uh, but <laughs> hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you know, that, that, one, that one's still in there, I guess. <laughs> Uh, but oh, uh, hold on, I did get a droop sound. That does mean that our beloved special guest is also on video now. So for those yeah. of you who are watching video, you have Ovi now. That's all with us. But go, go on, man. Keep, I'm sharing also the stuff. It seems like you have the Polygon and Solana wars. It's uh, it's going all the way to the timeline. You know, Solana had flipped Polygon, Polygon back on top of Solana. I mean, Matic had a, a pretty big day yesterday. But Solana, Mando, that one. Now that was something that we saw over the weekend. That was that was quite a pump epic, we saw on the Solana front. Epic shorts. Epic, epic short squeeze. Yeah. I was like, I was short Solana <laughs> yeah. at one stage, uh, very very no. briefly when it went to sixteen. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll put on a small short, and the funding that I was paying for that short was insane. It was like it, it there was a big short base that just got squeezed completely oh. out of that. I, t- I took it off almost immediately because I was like, this. this Come on, is man! Don't crazy. be a bear, like, man! Though, don't fight against the culture. Bears well, are evil, vile creatures. And I was like, oh, well, what, what, what should I? And I'm glad I took it off. And to be honest, if if that's where the pain is, if the pain before was leveraged to the upside, right? Like people blowing themselves up because they took too much risks on the way up, and now the pain point is that people are overly short some of these coins, then they can go a lot higher. And I actually think that the, if we move into the main narrative of 2023 being stagflation, as long as we don't get an epic recession, you know, if the US, U.S. housing market doesn't take down the whole of the global economy, mm-hmm. then I don't think that's a bad environment yeah. for things like ETH and Bitcoin. Like ETH is deflationary. Bitcoin Dude. obviously has a finite. And you're sitting there looking at gold, which is hitting new highs every single day. Let's and you go. think, well, this is the environment which is good for for for, for deflationary or inflation protecting sort of assets. So maybe that narrative comes to the forefront. I don't see technical blow ups. I'm really bullish right now. I'm I buying am, every dip. I'm yeah. I was talking. I was catching up with Danny over the weekend, and he's like, "How are you feeling about everything?" I'm like, "Bro, I'm you know me. I'm like a perma bull. I'm like giga bull." He was laughing at me because <laughs> before last week I was like, "Bro, we're, it's never gonna be like it used to be," you know, and it's. I was around 17, but this, and I know a lot of people were saying the bear market of 17 was like way worse than this one. And actually, now, like, that I look back and I re- listen to the stories I was told by, you know, reading like Cry Barat, writing about it, a bunch of people, I'm like, yeah, you guys were right. Like, 
well, we got like a few months of this. And now, of course, we're not doing great. And that doesn't mean we're not going to like explode in a few months if like things don't don't work out our way. But I don't know. If I'm uh, outside looking in without the knowledge and background that you guys have and like TradFi and all this stuff and like, you know, all these markets, I'm like, oh, you know, I was told I'm going to die. But it seems like the doctors had like the worst diagnosis possible, right? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. That's kind of like how I feel. I am sharing the screen here. Ultrasound money, baby, because ETH is ultrasound money. You already know we're not maxis here, but we love the ether. Supply change. ETH is deflationary again. And not like it was crazy inflationary all year, but if you compare proof of work, if you simulate it since the merger, which was 123 days ago, 123 days since the single most important event in tech, well, one of them, if you ask me, uh, you know, yeah, Amanda's laughing, but hey, it was the most insane thing ever. Ferrari riding on the wheel. On the, most on important the, event in my life, I think, if uh, I'm honest. Uh, of course, bro. Bro, the, the, <laughs> what, bro, there's your daughter being put into the world and the ETH, ETH merge, bro. ETH merge, well, by, the ETH merge yeah. bro, by far, man. I'm glad you can relate to that, man. I'm very, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Um, but <laughs> Obi's like, yeah, I got married last year. Nothing compared <laughs> to the merge. Nothing compared to the merge. Wait, wait till the splurge. The split, <laughs> yeah. Wait, well, oh, so that's, the right. that's what I'm really looking forward to. The split. I, I really, I can't wait till to see Vitalik splurge. Yo, the splurge. But anyway, so we would have had 1.455 million ETH. That would have been like uh, uh, additional by now. We would have been the supply right now is 120 million. We'd be like at one point, well, one, 121 million by now. It seems. But if you simulate, it seems like there's negative 58. ETH. Those 58 ETH have been burned uh, over the last 123 days, uh, which is really impressive. I don't know if Mando, you wanted to talk on that because we talk about it a lot. I think over you mentioned this a lot when we chat, but like the second, yeah. like we have a bull market and then you tap this onto it, like Pentoshi also tweets about this a lot. But this is this is this is good, you know. Yeah, we said we said even when it happened, right? You weren't going to feel it over the short term, but you might fe start feeling it over the medium to long term. And I, I don't want to just want to throw in a bunch of full narratives at like yeah, last week just moved twenty five percent. Like, don't buy on a daily basis because we've just gone deflationary. It's the marginal difference. It's over a long term period. Years. you really do start to feel this. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't just say like, oh my god, we've gone deflationary. I'm going all in. Like that's that's it's been a it's like a marginal difference that really matters. Um, but I do think that, yeah, over the medium term, over the course of 2023, again, for example, these are the sort of things that will really, really push ETH to the forefront in terms of um, in terms of that inflation protecting sort of asset um, in, a, in a stagflation environment. So that, that that's the bull case. Um, arguably, it's even more bullish than Bitcoin as an inflation edge. I mean, it's uh, it's pretty. You absolutely love to see it. I love watching the ultrasound up money website. For those wondering, that's where you check out like the stats on like the you know the what we're talking about in terms of like inflation, deflation. Here you go. Two more ETH were burnt uh, while you were talking, Mando. We're at sixty ETH burnt now. You see that? You're burning that ETH while you're talking, and you're sending the floor up. Uh, the floor, <laughs> the price of ETH up. <laughs> oh, I'm bullish. I'm <laughs> you obviously got to be cautious here, of course. Like we just had a big gap up, but I like how you're uh, when you're talking about um, you know eating those dips. I'm pretty, I'm pretty proud of how we've been eating the dips. Mando and I have been playing, rocking together uh, over the last week or two. It's been fun. Uh, Ovi is not so impressed by us. Uh, he's uh, he's a hodler. Uh, you know, he's making fun of us. But hey, 
you know, we'll, we'll, we'll play the game. We'll do this. We'll do that. But anyways, uh, Mando, I don't know if you want to talk about the NFT side of things. And then I'm going to get to our special guest of the day. <laughs> yeah, so NFTs obviously didn't react well, which we, we, we had been saying for the last week that, um, you know, NFT volumes, NFT prices were going to be negatively correlated here with um, with ETH just because there was a lot of volatility there. When you have eight positive days in a row, obviously people start to look at um, NFT floor prices again and everyone starts to feel a little bit like, oh, you know, maybe I'll take a print, maybe I'll take a print. So most things went down. Um I would say if I look on if I look on DGENs over the last seven days, seven days. So you have <clears throat> so Yeah, there you go. You have the memes. The memes are getting a lot of volume. Six five two nine is absolutely crushed. I don't know if you guys saw the the memes of production one by Grant Yoon that has a one point fourteen eighth floor and that's like I was looking at it, I was like, Oh wait, you know, it's like a thousand something units. You know, I'll wait a few days, a few weeks like a week or so mm. for it to like go down. I was aiming for like, you know, Obviously not uh, over one ETH, but then you know what? Like it's just there. It's just sitting there, which is crazy. Like he's managed to bring so much value back to his holders too. I always miss it because I'm so confused. But I have that Nakamoto one, which is the freedom to transact, which went up to like twenty ETH now, uh, which I paid like one ETH. Wow. I paid one ETH for it. Um, I don't know a couple months ago, whenever he started the memes, and like yeah. the season two is like, dude, look at this. In seven days, he's got more volume. Uh, no sales. I guess it's not by volume yet, but he's got a he- one of the top volumes in terms of like he's up there. It's mutant hounds, mutant apes, board apes, and the memes, and then other deeds, and then kennel. Like it's just he's just like you know, and so it's yeah. it's pretty impressive yeah, it's, the way he's done this. He's the only thing to break into the Yuga complex slash derivatives, right? Yeah. Um, in terms of volume, but yeah, decent, very very. Um, br- remember this this shows open sea volume so as well, and that's uh. There are 11.55 contracts, so the majority of the volumes have been done on um, on OpenSea, or the vast majority yeah. have been done on OpenSea. But even then, you can just see, like in terms of floor changes, we're probably looking at a week where most things dropped 10 to 15 percent. It looks like yeah. on average, um, which I think is okay. Like uh, I think we're still up decently in terms of uh, dollar price. Um, I think what well, ETH was trading at twelve seventy, right? Yep. And now it's trading at fifteen fifty. So what's that in, in terms of? So it moved ETH moved twenty two percent, and prices are down ten to fifteen percent. So, so you were good. You probably got. <laughs> so you probably moved about fifty percent against yourself in terms of like fifty percent of that of that move um, got priced in. Yeah. Uh, so that's still decent, and I think what you'll see now is if ETH ever ETH now consolidates at a certain price point um hopefully nfts will also then consolidate i think i think this is the initial move always uh when we start to go higher and then we've spoken about this before the wealth effect where people start to feel a bit more wealthy often means that nfts as a high beta asset also then get bought up and then you get they almost can go parabolic we saw that in um a couple of times in 2021 Mm -hmm. and also uh once i guess in early 2022 but um, we'll see. We'll see how this one reacts. It, it, I don't necessarily feel as though there's a lot of forced sellers in the market of these projects. It's not like everyone's got a liquidity crisis going on right now and it's licking their wounds with some massive, massive losses. It does feel as though most of these could end up seeing some a decent return to volumes. Yeah. But um, that was kind of it. Like, there's not there's not really much to say. Like, it was really just a like, Grant Yun, I think. 
uh, memes is up. Memes by six five two nine has been a big outperformer. Like that's barely moved. Uh, looks like over the last week. Um, and <clears throat> but other than that, most most yeah. blue chip. Acro but they've memes, held strong. Stuff you is, know. I've loved my favorite tweet of the weekend, Mando, was actually D Farmer. Obviously, I went in and I had to reply and, and get involved on, on, on that tweet because it was great. Uh, and he was, I'm trying to find it. Uh, obviously, D Farmer, that's that's his his you know profile if you're watching the video. But I forgot that it was a tweet about how uh, he was kind of making fun of the fact that like everyone was saying, um, saying that, you know, NFTs are going to get absolutely trashed and hammered the second we see a, there you go. He was, wait a minute, ETH gigapumps and NFTs are totally fine. Now, that's the first you'd like to see. Uh, but it was uh, it was funny because, I mean, you know, we've been told all this time that we're going to go to zero the second we see a big run on NFT on crypto. And it seems like, you know, NFTs actually, if you look with regards to the price of ETH, didn't get the retracement that, um, like you said, ETH is up 20%. Most NFTs are down like 10%. Um, you know, you see the mutant hounds had a had a floor change of minus twenty three. That's because they're going through this like reveal thing. So obviously, like the floor on the revealed ones is down, but the unrevealed is up. Which, by the way, they had a big twenty four hours, so that that bounced back pretty well. The only green here in the top ten make, is funny. Make, Go ahead. Like, make, make no mistake, NFTs are the bull case for ETH. Yeah, they're the strongest bull case for ETH in twenty twenty three. Hundred percent. DeFi, like pe- people are to think twice about a lot of the DeFi CFI stuff. This is the cleanest case yeah it, i mean it's most the most obvious one to me i put that i put that out a couple of weeks ago do you remember i said like we just did nine nine hundred million of volume yeah, this could cause a bull run on east and um people were like oh no that'll never happen but like this this is use case of internet money like this is one of the main <laughs> other things apart from it being deflationary it's culture money but like it's culture money this is the main use of uh, of funds and I think DeFi is still going to have a tough 2021. It's not like Gary Gensler is no. not going to be talking about DeFi. And the Gemini DeFi stuff things. is to follow. Like the, we have to follow closely exactly, like, the SEC on the uh, stuff on, on you know Gemini and uh, and DCG. So yeah, although I, I do agree with the sentiment that ETH goes a lot higher, uh, NFTs can go down in price, but um, I, I don't. I think that's one of the main reasons that it will go higher as well. So I, I, I personally think that we're we're going to be driving this market, and that's why you'll only see things like this, like maybe only a fifty percent um, reach. Like if if ETH moves twenty two percent, NFTs go down ten percent, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And then who knows? They might even consolidate and go up again. Like I think yeah. I've seen this before in the market where you have a high, like you have a wealth effect, but suddenly everyone feels a lot more wealthy and they just buy up all these NFTs. Classic. That's literally what happens. Every- <laughs> I was thinking about that this weekend, Mando. Like, that's literally every time. It's, we get an NFT pump. We're like, let's fucking go. We're so back. We're in crypto punk. We're so back. Pump. We're so back. And then, like, you know, we go back to our NFTs. And we, we just, <laughs> just keep it going. Like, it's like the show goes on. But you like the beginning of this year. I mean, third week of Jan 2023, starting with, you know, the first two with, with heavy NFT pumps and now with the crypto doing pretty well. I see Kelio down there. Shout out to Kelio. I mean, I love his energy on the timeline. I love how he's just like crushing the bears uh, on there. Uh, I, I, I played my part as well. Did, I think, we, did we get a 20,000, 20,000 oh, United States dollars for Bitcoin? Did we get that tweet? I don't think we got that. The 20,000 United States dollars for one Bitcoin tweet. It would have been, when did we hit 20K? I'm going through his profile to see if he tweeted out. Uh, but, <laughs> I think it was on Friday or maybe because he's Friday tweeting about feed picks. Let me tell you, Kaleo's talking about feed picks a lot. Uh, and you know, he he really likes I don't know, Ovi. I mean, you missed that. That I'm not sure 
uh, you you're gonna regret was, that one. But I was aware of it. Yeah, it feels you, like yeah. Uh, you seem like you were aware of that. Um, but <laughs> it's it's um, the feed pics have been trending. Did seen, yeah, did you guys see the people daily with the French? <laughs> I have it. Yeah. I have it open on the screen right now, uh, Jazz, and it's it's so funny. Uh, and it's uh, it's love so freaking great. It, it's so oh, I love the clip that Jazz pinned at the top. Also, if you listen on audio, make sure you retweet that. It's a great clip uh, on uh, about Mando uh, on, on on Ethan stuff. We've been sharing a bunch of those by the way. Just check it out. Yo, Kaleo, there he is. Bro, you're gonna Crypto make me come Kaleo. on stage. <laughs> did you so, did you first, tweet about yeah. twenty thousand dollar Bitcoin? Yes, I, I I definitely tweeted that out. I had it set for the second that it happened. So, <laughs> I had a draft ready, and the second that it happened, I tweeted that shit out. That's number one, and then number two, hey, you know, like I, I, the feet pick shit has been hilarious. <laughs> no, on on the flip side of that, man, like you know, feet picks. They're like I, I have not dumped one of my feet picks. I'm not gonna dump one of my feet picks. And could they run higher? Who the hell knows? Could they go to zero? Who the hell knows? It's just funny seeing a meme that's actually doing somewhat well right now in this market because, you know, we haven't had anything like that. I can't remember the last time that we really had, like, memes run. So, <laughs> yeah, it's your it, – dude, listen, I, I again, uh, I should have listened to y'all on Chillin', so shout-out to the Pudgy Penguins and the PPC, PPMC and all these people telling me, yo, buy these feet picks. I'm like, point oh something. It was like $5 a pop, right? And I was like, nah, I, I no, but, you know, but let's go see. Yo, by the way, so Mando, I know you were talking. We were talking about the person who bought the most expensive feet picks, and he ended up following me and talking. I think he was on the timeline. He heard we talked about it. That's so funny. Okay, let's do on the highest recent. Sale. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see what else has been selling in the feet pick. Highest last sales two ETH. Two, oh, two ETH now. Yeah, it seems like it's been. It's the same one. Yeah, two point one. Oh wow, he flipped it two days he ago. Flipped he flipped it. Let's go! What a champ! Shout out to Jack Barrow. What a champ! We were going through his wallet. We were going through his ape and shit. We were looking at his feet picks, and he flipped it for one point one ETH profit in five days, bro. Let's go! Get him on the show. Get him on the show. Special guest, chat trader. <laughs> Kelly, I was yeah, I gotta say one other thing toward what y'all were talking about a minute ago, which is where we are in the yeah. market and the prices. Like everybody forgets that whenever, you know, summer of 2021, whenever shit really started taking off, getting frothy in the NFT marketplace, like it coincided with ETH ripping from seventeen hundred dollars to four point two K in like a month and a half. Right. You know, as apes were going insane, as the pudgy penguins started to pop up, as squiggles in the art blocks ecosystem started to pop off. It wasn't, you know, as ETH was taking this major dive, it was as ETH was ripping off this base range where everybody thought ETH was going to go to zero. Right. So, like, I see a lot more similarities with where we are right now in the market, you know, to then than I do a lot of other times. Right. You know, you. You're seeing a lot of floors slowly start to climb. You're seeing volume right now. It's definitely bottomed, right? Like by the end of January, it'll at least double where we were in October. So, you know, unique buyers follows volume. And right now we haven't seen the unique buyers break out. I think that we're going to see that sometime soon. So everything right now, I think, is primed for a similar type of run to what we saw back then off the base range. It may not be the most popular you know, take, but I think that there are a lot more things pointing toward that than there are the other side. 
That makes sense. That adds up really well, and I like that. By the way, shout out to Jack Barrow again, because the second highest last sold feed picks is also him, that he paid point. Nine ETH for, and he sold for one and a half ETH. So whoever you are, Jack Barrow, uh, you definitely get uh, to request his PK why come down for five rat? minutes. And I guess it's, I don't know, it's a sec, because uh, he's holding a blunt with his <laughs> toes or something uh, and has uh, the underwear down to the to the feet. I don't know. I mean, look at that purple shade on the toes, you know? You can't, I mean, yeah, yeah you know, it's, I've told you, color, the pink is color this year, Mando. It's in style. Purple, you know, it's pink. It's very close. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Metal must think I'm crazy right now. But anyways, enough feed picks uh, for <laughs> enough feed picks for today. Just one thing on the NFT side. Then I do want to get to our special guest today. Uh, I see in a sea of red on the on the weekly, which is obviously normal. But the floors are up. Like seeing Azuki at fourteen five, you love it. You know, uh, you seeing you know Valhalla's holding stronger than one ETH. Pudgy's around like a dip under six ETH, but still you know strong. Uh, I'm still waiting to see when Clonex like has that animus moment, right? I think. It's gonna Clonex's pump will coincide with Animus being incredible, or the other way around. But I, th- I have a feeling it's gonna be great. And then obviously like back bias and whatnot. But like I genuinely believe in the Clonex and Artifacty, which is why I have a lot. And so I I, I think that's gonna coordinate with that. And you know we saw a lot of movement last week on 10 KTF, so some stuff there. I was sharing the Archipelago site. I mean Cormis Google had a short dip to like 15 and back up. Uh, Miladies, uh, you know Mando's still pumping. Uh, a milady told me yesterday on the timeline that uh, our collection. Um, uh, I, it, I, I, a milady told me uh, yesterday on the timeline that our Corey Van Luke collection uh, is is ugly, uh, and uh, and I feel really bad uh, saying you know saying that every NFT that's not a milady adjacent is really is soulless. Uh, so yeah, uh, our our uh, our up and coming collection with Corey is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is uh, <laughs> it's funny, funny. I'm just sharing my screen on a few more that I put out there. Uh, but yeah, it was just, it was just, I thought it was hilarious. So they're pumping as well. And then Doodles, I want to talk quickly. I want to go to Austin real quick. Uh, because Austin, I've been seeing a lot of movement on the Doodles side. We've been wondering what's happening. We know it's February because obviously Doodles announced that the next, um, the next, uh, uh, you know, uh, steps is uh, for Doodles is coming in February, and there's been quite a wave of uh, of people joining the team. Austin, congratulations! Uh, it seems like you've joined the you've joined the business dev team at uh, at Doodles. Uh, welcome and uh, good morning, <laughs> and congrats again. Good morning, welcome. Thank you, appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been really exciting to see. The movement, you know, there there is uh, duplicators are being revealed this month. Like, that's not alpha. Like that that was yeah. already announced, and so a lot of people are are playing that. I would imagine. Um, and then Genesis Box are coming next month. But yeah, to your point, like a lot of people are joining the team right now. They announced Jordan already let loose that there's an acquisition um, that they should be announcing very very soon, which I think people are going to be really happy with. Um, so yeah, there were like two coffee sales yesterday. I was one of them, obviously, as you see from my PFP. And hopefully, people are are getting excited about Doodles again. I love that. This is awesome. It says I'm excited to announce uh, today is my first day at Doodles as head of business development. In this role, I look forward to partnering across in the the industry to develop the most joyful products and experiences in the world uh, for our uh, for our holders. Uh, you absolutely love to see that. And I think is there has there been a wave of announcements of new people coming into the team, Austin? I feel like I saw like two others, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's been a few. So 
One is uh, head of, of product management, be reporting into Jordan uh, and like building out the, the PM side cool. of business and then uh, head of front end engineering. Um, and then a few others are in the works that have not been announced yet, but these are not the last, uh, not the last an- announcements for open roles. All right. Well, that's, that's absolutely awesome. Uh, and then I love it. I'm seeing a thread here uh, that is uh, that has been uploaded. I'm sharing it on the screen also for those who are curious. So uh, what is the first order of business, Austin? What is the first thing you're doing uh, on your first day on the job at Doodles? <laughs> yeah. Um, besides <laughs> changing my LinkedIn and, and everything. Enough <laughs> to, to reach out to me. Um, I, honestly, it's like getting getting a download from – Julian, you know, he's been really effectively running business development as CEO. And so part of me coming on board is to give him a lot more uh, flexibility to, to oversee more parts of the business. So, yeah, we've got time later today to really just like go through a download Love of that. all the deals that are in the pipeline um, and, and talk a little bit more about, you know, what the strategy is going to look like in terms of partnering across uh entertainment and in the web3 space so yeah that's that's it actually the team is is off today because it is mlk day but uh oh people are off in usa get... oh, i didn't know yeah, that yeah, yeah. so the, te- the the whole doodles team is technically off uh yeah i know what you mean you know we're we're getting a little antsy uh, i've been out of full-time work since uh since july so i'm ready to to get yeah. going I didn't realize it was a holiday in the states sorry y'all yeah that's why a lot of people are not doing the oh. shows and stuff okay. today yeah. Uh yeah shit yeah it's smart. So right, should we, should we end the space yeah. then? I gotta we, go. Should we, should we, should yeah, should we go. end it? Should we should we end the space here? Uh, because our special guest is not here. I think right. <laughs> Just play Austin. Congrats, Austin is also the host of an incredible show and podcast called the One Big Idea, which is absolutely fire. I don't know, Austin. If quickly, have you teased yet? The new season, or have you yeah, not really yeah, gone? Yeah. yeah, there you go. No, let's let's talk about it. So we dropped the first episode. Hell yeah! Uh, season one last week. Um, all episodes will be live streamed at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, on Thursdays. This entire season is going to be music focused. So for those that don't know, I've spent about eight years in entertainment. Um, you know, working at Amazon Music, working at Venice Music, and so. Uh, a lot of my network comes from from that space. So we've got artists and platforms and everyone who's like pushing Web3 music forward. And really the, the central question of the season is what is going to be the catalyst for Web3 music adoption? So we had David Greenstein on, the co-founder of Sound XYZ, which is the yeah. biggest music platform in the space on last week. Phenomenal interview. You can watch that on my profile right now. And then we'll release it to streaming services a week after it live stream. So we've got Loners coming up on Thursday. They're a music collective uh, started by Rio Cragen, uh, who's one of the bigger Web3 artists in the space. So be sure to tune in for that on Thursday. I love that. Congratulations. I, I'm excited. David Greenstein was on our stage as well. And obviously we like sound. He's, he was a guest uh, of ours once or once or twice, I think. Uh, twice, the second time was for another drop, but it was uh, it was pretty cool. So I'm sharing it on the screen if you're looking at video and if you're listening live. I mean, make sure you follow Austin Hurwitz here because his show is great. And uh, and then we help him on that front. It's really, really cool. And I'm excited to see what you're going to do with the doodle. So Austin, congrats. And uh, and thanks for coming up and, and sharing with us. Obviously, stick, stick around with us. And I, I like the... I like the coffee doodle, but this doodle's clean. 
I like the background on it. It's Pretty a nice. good vibe, right? Thanks, guys. Right. <laughs> are they quite one quick question uh, with regards to you being head of business dev as, as Doodles? Are you guys planning on tweeting more? Well, I would say they already have. I'm playing. <laughs> if you if you That's take it from fun. the baseline of where it was, they're certainly moving up from there. But yes, it is. It is certainly expect more tweets in the future. I love that. No, obviously, I, I, I wasn't gonna miss this chance of asking. Uh, you know, it's, it's like it's like it's like perfectly tied in uh, for me here. But we do have all right. So without further ado, without further ado, you already know what to do. We'll reset this space a minute. Over here, GM Web3 on Rug Radio. You already fucking know. Uh, now that I actually know, happy, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Uh, if you're out there in the United States uh, of America, but we out here, you know what to do. Bottom right, I put a poll out. Are you bullish or bearish? And when I put this out, it's mostly like a general sentiment. Like, how do you feel? It doesn't have to be about a collection, NFTs, crypto, whatever, or specific token. It's just, I'm just trying to get like the sentiment on a weekly basis to see how my followers and our audience feels. And we're back. So at the top, uh, we've pinned a couple of things. We have the live video. So we're on video, all three of us, Mando, Seth and I, uh, we're sharing the screen as usual. We go through a bunch of stuff. When we go through tweets, whatnot, I'm trying to show things. I always show on video, but also uh, we're live here on Spaces as usual, which will be posted uh, across all platforms. And I put this back in my link in bio. <laughs> Take that, Elon. If I'm deleted, now you know why. Uh, but I put my link tree back in my bio because I was tired of not driving traffic to Spotify and our Apple because Jazz works so hard to upload the damn podcast over there every day. So <laughs> we got to let the people know. And that's where you can go back and listen to all of our shows, like all the dope guests that we have. By the way, tomorrow, another great guest. We have Jiho, founder of Axie. So that'll be a good one. But today, 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 we have a very, very, very big and important special guest. The one and only OSF Rekt has made his appearance back on the Rug Radio GM Web3 Morning Show. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Daily Market Report. Brought to you by Rug Radio. OSF, what's the word? So uh, we, we, re, we redoing this market report or something? Or, I just felt uh, like what? playing it. God damn it. <laughs> I missed your ass. God, I'm here. Like I have my jingles ready on my right hand side, like on my on my road. All the you know the, the orange buttons for Ov, the yellow button for fucking Mando, and every day I get to play one jingle now. And so we we miss you. So I felt like playing it to introduce you, uh, Ov. First question is, and I do want to take your, I do want to talk macro and and market with you and go you know in in, in depth. But the first question is, where the fuck have you been? <laughs> I was kidnapped. <laughs> kidnapped. What I was happened? Kidnapped Who kidnapped on the first, you? On the first of January, I was kidnapped by the, the keeper. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. And so yeah. and so who's the keeper? What what went down there? There was a lot going on in your ecosystem. You know, I picked up the seven deadly sins. I don't know if you saw that. Uh I did know. see that, yeah. I saw you spent them all right in the middle of it. And people I, I were like to. people were like, Oh my god, like why is for it it threw everyone off because everyone was like focused on all these riddles and shit. <laughs> you went and bought the sins, and I think like Zig when they zag, you know. I had I had yeah. someone DM me. He's like, "Oh, it's never a good sign when you sell uh, an NFT to to someone who's actually friend with the artist." I'm like, "There's no nothing's going on. I, I just wanted to collect <laughs> the seven deadly signs because like seven of the pieces I didn't have from you. Now I'm pretty sure I have like almost all your editions you've ever created. But it's you know. So I was waiting to tweet that out to get your retweet. You know, max engagement. So I'll put it out there for people to see. But yeah. <laughs> Ovi. <laughs> Tell us more about your last two weeks. What happened with the keeper? Who the fuck is the keeper? What went down in the OSF ecosystem? 
So yeah, I got the keeper when I did the seven deadly sins in the summer. The keeper was like this creature or being. It's 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 not um, a human. It's an alien. Actually, there's some alien characters in the Red Guy collection, so it's it's based off of that. And um, this was the thing that was governing all the drops and stuff that I was doing over the summer. And I was kind of like it, like kind of possessed me when when it happened. So it wasn't really me that was doing it. And then it just disappeared. The keeper disappeared. Um, but on the 1st of January, the keeper reappeared and I was kidnapped, and which is why I was missing for, for two weeks. And the keeper basically structured a series of riddles, which um, if, uh, if someone was able to solve them would result in, in my safe return and winning an RLD for the winner as well. So, wow. Um, yeah. So there was a, actually that the airdrop piece that everyone got for holding a full set, this thing called Help, in the bottom that. right corner of it, there was a... Um, there was a code which gave you access to a Discord. So people typed in the code, they got access to the Discord, and then only in different editions gave you access to different channels within the Discord. And each channel had a riddle, which the answer uh, the answer for which was one of the seed phrase words. So um, that's kind of what happened over the last two weeks. And it took two weeks to, to solve it, but someone eventually, a team oh, eventually did. To the keeper's return. Is it this one? Yeah, so that's, oh, that's help. Help transformed into that. That's help, oh. yeah. The keeper. So this is the keeper's wife. This is so the keeper is male and female. Oh, it, like the keep, yeah, they're not. Um, they're gender. not neutral gender. They actually flip between male and female. Oh. Um, and then in, in this iteration, it, the keeper was female. The first iteration, the keeper was male. Ah, oh, so hold so on, the, hold on. The, there it is. That's the a other female. Keeper. A female keeper kept you locked up in a hotel. That's hot. And your yeah. wife was just cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, got it. <laughs> so wait, you, you, and she's to- she's not listening, right? She's totally fine. Like, what you can tell us, like, what happened with the keepers? Anything went down? Uh, what happened between me and the keeper stays between me and the keeper. Oh, okay. Um, that that I, I don't know, man. I, I'm looking at the keeper right now on video. If you're following, if not, just go to OpenSea and then just look up the keeper returns. So in the show of 125. Uh, thank you for the for the for the one ETH airdrop, by the way, Ovi. It's not like I'm gonna sell it. You can see all my dish. Look at this. I'm. Dude, holy shit. Man. That's yeah, my vault. Dude, that is fire. I didn't see my vault with all of it now. But okay, so that's what happened. So you had the keeper going on, kidnapped you. But in the meantime, yeah. I'm not sure if you saw um, the market reacted pretty positively. Sorry, I'm going to have like a yeah. literal, like, hold on. I'm going to have like a like a epi, epileptic like attack just looking <laughs> at your art right now on the show. So anyways, um, so um, so you um, you left. Red guy hit all-time highs. Like crazy. I think you guys went all the way to two ETH at some point. I don't know if you saw that. Just letting you know that's what happened when you were gone, uh, OV. And a lot of people were yep. buying your art uh, for crazy uh, exorbitant amounts. I mean, all sorts of like red guys sold for 42.69 ETH. Uh, yeah, red guys that. kept getting Incredible. swept. A lot of new people get into the audience, to the thing. Do you think that is related to you leaving? Do you think we need to make sure you're <laughs> not there for the rest of the year? You know, it's really funny because this has happened now twice. It happened when I was away for the last two weeks, and it happened when. I was in Miami and I was off the screens and, and Rec Guy pumped as well. And it's funny because like when you have projects like Rec Guy, which is based on like art, meme, culture and stuff, it's kind of you think in your head that a lot of it is um, a lot of its value derives from like me tweeting or like, you know, being present in the community and all that kind of stuff. But apparently it doesn't. <laughs> apparently it's better when I'm not there and, uh, and the community run with it themselves. So, yeah, I think uh, maybe I just need to, to 
hang the boots up and call it quits or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely, I was definitely on the front line of this. Um, it felt like they enjoyed it for the first week, and then increasingly they thought it was a rug by the second week. I, I'm, I'm seeing, <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing this message. On, the on... first week it was like, oh my god, what's going to happen? And then by the second week it was, oh my god, Ovi's rug dust. We're just left with Mando. I'm, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the, at this message that you guys got on January seventh, twenty twenty three. Says GM. Hoping you guys save OSF soon. I kind of miss him. Although Mando is doing a, <laughs> although Mando is doing a sterling job with the GM. <laughs> so it seems like uh, Ovi, uh, you were you were missed here. Uh, I gotta say, um, you know, Mando had to had to put in you know a lot of work, uh, you know, on the show as well. He uh, he was uh, you know covering the macro, covering the NFTs, covering a little bit of everything. But, you know, we kind of missed your ways. You have a way with words, you know, when it comes to macro uh, markets, Ovi. And I could feel that on week two, uh, like Mando said, uh, people were kind of missing you. We have been doing bigger numbers all throughout January. So I don't know if that's also related to you being gone. And I like to think that our best two weeks of content out of the last year, though we got insane last year, were the last two weeks because, you know, the quality has just been superior. But I do... I do like the fact that you're back and it's going to add a lot to it. Uh, someone said, <laughs> although it felt like you'd never left, and then someone replied, that's a lie. I thought we got <laughs> Honestly, that was, that was severe. Like People thought we'd rugged it. Oh, my <laughs> God, man. That was, a, that was something. Uh, you guys saw a lot of movies. I don't know if you wanted to kind of touch on like uh, what you saw on the Red Guy front uh, because it's not like you guys announced anything. It's just like it's just moved. Like people are just buying them up. Although I'm saying open sea floor, it's still in the, in the 1.5. Uh, it seems to be pretty leveling out pretty strong here. Uh, Pico topped around two uh, during that run on all NFTs. But it, then again, that was when ETH was like 1,200 ETH, right? 1,100, yeah. 1,200. Uh, what, do you, what do you make of that? That was pretty cool. And I like the fact that it was when you were gone. Like, like, you know, it's like so like detached from like, you know, you in a way, which is really good. The purpose of it, right? Well, one thing I would say, and we've touched on this before, and I think a few people will touch on it. I think the fact that something like that can go up 50 or 60 or percent or even double its price at one point when I'm gone or um, when we're not focused on it, I think shows you that the price of it isn't really dependent on us executing a roadmap. Mm -hmm. Like we're not, building a metaverse game we're not building a clothing brand we're not like creating a tv series we're not um you know creating like a fashion store or anything like that right we're not doing anything um other than just like creating a discord like posting random shit in a discord and like retweeting memes that's basically it so i think it shows you like the, the value that people see in this is not based on like a roadmap and it's not necessarily based on mando and i going out there and executing that roadmap and so no one's like oh like are these guys going to pull off other side or are these guys going to pull off duplicators or are these guys yeah. going to do this? or are they going to be able to return their money, money to the VCs? And, and it, there's none of that stuff. It's just like a bunch of people who like the art and the culture and just kind of like mess around online. Like the, the best way that I, I think the best way to describe it is like, if you come to a discord, it's basically just like a massive group chat of people bantering and that's all it is. So I think that, that, and we're not, we're not the only people in that category. Like sappy seals have, have a great community. Yeah. And there's a, there's a couple of others where like you don't need to have all these promises to actually have value for something that is considered art or considered culture. And I think we, we fall into that bracket. And I think my absence and, and that price appreciation goes to show that we're not, you know, that those are things that people will look for in terms of valuing it. And I think um, look, it hasn't been a year since we minted. I think we've been in existence for eight or nine months now, I think. But 
the longer it goes on for and the longer that people want to buy and start buying rare things and pay 42 weeks for one of ones and and buy it because if they just want to buy the art and have it in their collection i think that's really one of the most powerful things we have going for us and um we're just extremely grateful to the community because um it wouldn't exist without them but yeah i see you you pulled up that tattoo that this guy has shout out to hound what the this is whole arm i know it's insane the whole bicep, bro. Like the whole, like yeah. the guy's got the tattoo across his entire arm. Wow. Because there was another round of tattooies, right? Is that what it is? Like people picked, kind of like yeah. what floor they so, decide to tattoo. This at? Is, it's a small round at two ETH, but the one that everyone is is waiting for is four point two ETH because Mando's going to get a, a butt tattoo at four point two ETH. And I think that's that's the. If you just search Mando in our Discord, like invariably, it just says butt <laughs> tattoo after it. <laughs> I, yeah. I can't wait like for the butt every tattoo. single mention of me in that Discord is. is I moved all my that. assets out of a wallet to another one. Yours, so I got booted from your Discord. I got to redo the Vulcan thing. The I was too lazy the other night. Okay, I, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. get you some quotes. I'll get you some good quotes. I, I heard that. Uh, I heard that. Uh, I heard that you've been quite active in the Discord. I mean, you, 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 I heard you're pretty active on there. So that's something people like. You were back. So I'm going through it all right now. I'm looking at all the stuff. So you, someone won a red light district. That's actually sick. Yeah. So they basically just had to like solve that riddle? They had to solve the riddle, yeah. Oh, it took, um, it was point. actually, there were 13 words in the riddle. So there were 12 words for the I scene. I tried. I gave up after hard. five seconds. I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> it was it took a while it, it, it wasn't easy it definitely wasn't easy and i think there were like three or four teams that were very close to getting it and uh yeah one team of four won it and they won, a, won an rld wow that's amazing that's an 18.6 eth floor that jumps directly to 26 so it's usually very thin how what, let me see what the last sales were on that one wow 11 west two days ago that's solid that was a free nft well free it was 0.06 eth 69 eth so and that it, it was pretty much free. Wow, that's strong. That was Ledger, right? It was Ledger, yeah. Oh, that's Ledger buying it? I think so, yeah. I mean, oh, you, you can see that. You can see the wallet activity, but yeah, it, it moved that. Oh, that's pretty cool. Do you think they're holding this in cold storage? Um, <laughs> imagine if it was a hot wallet, <laughs> dude. Whatever wallet, if that's theirs, but yeah, Ledger Collection. Ledger Collection, yeah, yeah, Ledger Collection. They have so much of your art. That Squiggle is beautiful. Wow. They've what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, dude, thirteen pieces of yours. That's great. Oh, they have, they have some nice punk they've got. I love punks, they're so beautiful. Uh, but anyways, uh, so that's that's pretty cool. Uh, you absolutely love to. So, this is where OSF has been. OSF is back. I'm seeing some, uh, I'm loving what, um, I'm loving what Mando is sharing in the WhatsApp chat or Ovi is sharing in the WhatsApp chat right now. There's someone that said. Uh, TLDR, speculation on Mando's, Mando's R kept DGENs alive. It's true. There's been a lot of buys on the on the DGEN side of things. Uh, DGENs, regens, the OGs. Sasha NFT said, neither of the above have our main attraction. Sexy Mando's ass. Oh, my God. And then not selling. Someone said, Crypto's Bob Lazar said, not selling anything until I see Mando's ass. I'm not going to lie. I really want to see it too now. Uh, and so yeah. oh, <laughs> that's the new dream 4.2 and we see it 420 and we see it 4.2 ETH 4.2 ETH I'm going to do it live on Rug Radio I'm going to do it live on the webcast <laughs> oh my god this is uh, this this is so funny uh, I can't wait to see it to see it going on seems like you got some merch going on too that's pretty cool uh, I got to go claim mine 
as a as a RLD holder. You love that. See, I love that. See, on their shows on the Nikita show later on Origins on Rock Radio, they're talking about OSF being back. You're quite the you're quite the talk of the town, Ovi. Quite the talk of the town. Now send that floor to four point two ETH now that you're back. And let's see uh let's see this is a great picture, by the way. Let's see uh let's see Mando uh and uh and get his uh his ass tatted. Wow, this is great. This looks like you guys actually know how to play football. I love that. Uh, <laughs> Ob- Obi's actually decent at football. Decent we got to play right. one day. I, I want to join the rec team. I want to join the rec uh, football team. And uh, and we got to go play. But anyways, so Ovi, I kind of want to talk to you about, you know, I want to go back. I know we talked to market recap, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But I want to go back with you because I assume. So has the keeper, like, was the keeper letting you talk markets? Did the keeper, like, let you? Um, oh, man. It was the, the, t- the toughest thing. Um, one of the toughest things about the last week was just seeing all this shit like these huge moves in crypto, like all the stuff going in the markets, like these huge moves in rec guy, these big sales, and I was like, damn, like I can't, I can't, can't I really want to like participate in all this stuff and 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 tweet about it. You like, you know how you feel? I'm just like, oh shit, like. So uh, <laughs> obviously, we were trying to. Uh, it's kind of tweeting with texting back and forth over here and there to get his thoughts. But uh, you were you seemed to be making fun of Mando and I the other night in the GC. Uh, so I kind of want to. I kind of want to get your thoughts on like what do you what do you make of the last of the last two weeks? You know, uh, and the, I, I kind of want to hear on the macro side because we talked about crypto and yeah. NFTs already today. I want to talk about that as well. But what's happened on the macro level? When's the next numbers that come in? Your favorite little things. And uh, and what's going on? I know it was CPI. We we covered that with Mando. We didn't get to cover it with you. But you know, what's uh, what's your what's the download? What's the OSF download on Macro right now? Yeah, it's pretty pretty interesting actually. So we had payrolls to begin with that came in. It came in higher than expectations. We still rallied on it for some reason. I didn't quite understand what the rally. It's wage. I think it was wage growth. It was wage, uh, wage growth, inflation right. was lower. Inflation was lower. Um, which I think made sense. I think the next thing that was interesting was then we had, obviously we had the inflation number which came in, in line. It came in at 6.5%. I do think inflation is becoming less important this year than it was last year. I think we rallied because like 65 is a huge decline from 9.1 that we had last year. But everyone knows now each month is going to be an easy comp for last year because H1 of last year is when inflation starts to spiral out of control. So when you're looking at it, when you're looking at like, Jan 23 versus Jan 22 or, or Feb 23 versus Feb 22, it, it gets easier and easier in terms of comparisons. And we've been in a situation um, where interest rates have now been higher because of, of, of what the Fed did last year. So I think inflation is going to keep going lower, but I think everyone expect, expects that. And we know that that's not really what the Fed is looking for to lower interest rates. The Fed is looking for um, some more weakness in the labor market. And we only see that from the payrolls number. So the payrolls number on, in, that we got a couple of weeks ago wasn't like the exact thing that we wanted to see, but it did show signs um, given the the wage inflation. And that's going to be the next big number again when we get it in the first week of February. So um, look, markets are balanced. You always have this kind of like January effect when markets seem to rally um, at the beginning of the year. And I think the data is going in the right direction still. But I think the magnitude in terms of the labor market needs to be stronger before you see Powell change his decision making. You have this situation now where like, Markets are actually expecting the Fed to um, potentially even lower interest rates, uh, maybe like right at the end of this year or the first half of 24. Markets are expecting it's going to be earlier than Powell is communicating. And so markets are kind of like taking the other side of Powell where they're like, okay, we think this data is going to get so bad that you're going to actually change your mind at some point this year. And that's what's going on right now. And we'll just have to wait and see if the data actually transpires or not, I think. Okay. And so you said the, um, you were 
saying somewhat similar along the lines like the employment rate has become almost as important as CPI, and that's next in February. Payrolls, yeah. Pay- pay- sorry, because payroll, like, payroll, sorry. Yeah. yeah, remember last FOMC when, when we puked back in December or November, I think it was maybe, um, was because like inflation kept coming lower and everyone's like, cool, like Powell's going to have to say, um, uh, it's going to have to say we're going to lower interest rates. Inflation's coming down a lot. And he didn't say that. He said inflation's coming down a lot, but there are still structural concerns if the labor market stays the way it is. So he was pretty clear in that he was looking at labor market data more than he was looking at inflation. Um, and I think that's still going to be the case because inflation might come down the short term because the comps versus last year are so high. But if you know the labor market stickiness is like very extreme, then it was, it's just going to go back up. You're going to have the same problem again in six or 12 months. I think that's the part that he's worried about. And so we're going to have to wait and see. But look, like um, the crypto move has been pretty aggressive this year. And I think that's um, that's something that I think will continue to happen. And I think you'll see a big outperformance of crypto this year versus traditional markets because we had a big underperformance last year. And that was because of crypto-specific reasons. It was because of FTX. It was because of 3AC. It was because of Luna. You had all these black swan, multiple black swan events in the space of a few months. And those were all... I think have gone now. There's still some stuff in, in you know, contagion stuff and some stuff in the in the background, et cetera, and the Genesis stuff you guys are talking about, DCG. But provided you don't have another Black Swan event, and that's obviously a big provision because you, who the fuck knows of crypto, I think you could see a massive, massive outperformance. And I think the mistake people will make this year in crypto is selling it too early. I think everyone is suffering from recency bias where they're looking at the price range from the last three or four months post FTX, which is like, what, 1,200 to 1,500 or something like that? Not even that, like... 1100 to 1300 so when you move out of that range you're like oh my god like if this is too high we should sell it but look like ether's still down 60 percent from the highs and you've now moved past these big issues that caused that immediate forced selling and if the macro picture i think if the macro picture just holds up if it just stays flat not even if it goes high if it just stays flat i think crypto will keep going a lot a lot lot higher this this year um, but you know we'll have to wait and see. We've seen it so far. We've, we've seen a bit of a short squeeze, but I think this move has has legs to it, in my opinion. I love that. God, I love it when you talk dirty to me, Ovi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's telling me, yeah, but we're still sixty percent down from our lives and this and that, and just out here like. So, Ovi, what's your take on the on the trading side? Because you weren't fan. You weren't a fan. Mando and I told you both that we you know we took the trade from Monday to Friday, twelve seventy in, fourteen hundred out. CPI numbers, you know, we got back in fourteen hundred, wrote it to fifteen fifty five, I think, Mando. You think you sold at fifty five, it sold around fifty one. Um, and you know, I think we have yet to get back into it, uh, but it's been trading at range for a while. I don't know. I'm feeling 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 uh D Jenny. I'm itching. You know that I like it when I'm itching. That's my only set, set. For me, I know nothing. I just when I know I'm itching is when I know I got to buy something. But how do you feel about that? I know you're not a big fan. <laughs> As a stra- yeah, I just don't think it's a great strategy. And especially in in the you know last year it was a great strategy because there were defined ranges you could like buy and sell at those levels and you could probably make a lot of money trading, right? But problem is like it will it will work well for a set period of time. It'll work well for a month, two months, three months, six months, whatever it is. But then you'll just have this this moment in time. In crypto where it just goes up a lot 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 higher and then you're kind of stuffed then you're like well cool i made like 10 percent clips here and there from trading it but that one time i sold it to make that 10 percent, and it went up by like 50 or 60 percent you've basically given up all those gains in in one trade and then you're sitting there having to make this decision where it's like 
shit, like, am I supposed to buy back in? Like, do I wait? Do I stay patient? And for me, like, that's a much harder decision to make. Like, do I buy back in something that I believe in that's already up, that's now up 50 or 60% from where I wanted to have it um, versus if it keeps going lower, then I just keep averaging down and it's fine because, like, I'm just going to hold it in the long term. That, for me, is a much easier decision to make. And it's funny because, like, most people are the opposite way around. When it goes a lot, lot lower, people are like, oh, shit, should I sell? Like, I'm feeling a bit panicky or nervous. I I want to stop going lower. And when it goes a lot higher, people are like, cool, like, I have more confidence in this now. Like, I want to buy it. And, you know, when you, t- when you take that mentality, which is the standard mentality of any human being, you just end up selling at lower prices and buying at higher prices. And you should always be doing the opposite of it. And I think last year was the year to, to, to DCA. Last year was the year to buy. Like, you had ETH in, in triple digits. You, you had ETH between 1100 and, and 1200 for a long, long time. And I think this, I think Michael's right. Like, I think this year buying dips will, will be good. But I just don't think for me, like, I'm not trying to like sell it 10% higher and hope I can buy it back 10% lower because I'm afraid that that one time it. it doesn't go 10% lower, I'm yeah. going to miss the whole thing. And I think you'll just make way more, in my opinion, you'll make way more money from just like holding it. And, and my, my sell target's like 5K on ETH and then I'll start taking some off. But it's like it's like with the NFTs in twenty twenty. So with the NFTs in twenty twenty one, it's like if I just this is high risk though, right? Let's let's put it in perspective. Holding everything till 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 five k also has issues, right? It's not. It's more, like, look, you're basically as as saying just like hodl whatever yeah. happens. Yeah, and hodl and buy it. Look, the best the best the awakening for me was in twenty twenty one. Everyone made so much money trading NFTs, and um, I made money trading NFTs as well. But if all I did was just Minted those apes and just held those apes and didn't do anything. But then you don't have fun. Then I know. I would, made, I would have made way more you than if I just didn't trade anything. You're right. You're right. This you, weekend, you're I right. found you the euphoric. Rush. Ovi. I was euphoric this weekend. I was euphoric. Yeah. I went to my favorite restaurant. Yeah. I was euphoric. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. You know, I missed that. Don't, you're right. Because uh, look, I almost got right. scared of the 10% you said. Because like when we, when we sold at 1550 ish, right? And then it did that to 1525, you feel like a genius. Like, oh. But then you see it back the next, like last night. I was like, oh shit, it's back at 16, 15, 60 something, 1590 almost. What was it? Last night, something 1580? When you guys were asleep, it was late night. The road, yeah, it was already. spinning. Yeah, yeah. It was, last night, Eve was, I was scared it was going to go again. I even texted you guys, like, yo, I feel it's going to go. Two seconds later, it's 15 years. I was like, fuck. So I felt that, Ovi. I was like, oh, I'm an idiot, right? Because you're like, oh, but you can get that, you know, $30 per ETH extra and we were trading volumes too last week so it's like you can make all that extra like additional money but it was just it's just funny uh it's uh it's just uh you're right about like when you explain like the the broader like you're good at explaining like the macro like plan like it's like okay you know stick to the plan be long build you know but yeah i get it i get it when you trade stuff you feel something you feel a rush (laughs) like i used to be a trader i've i feel like i've had a lot of it but um i don't know i just i just think like there's gonna i i really 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 think that there's gonna be one day in the next probably few years um where and i'm just gonna really stick to my guns and like not sell stuff where i'm just gonna be sitting on like eth worth so much and then <laughs> i'm gonna be whatsapping you guys like hey remember when <laughs> remember when you guys could have like still held on to your eth at 1400 or whatever but i just think these numbers are very very small in the I context know. of what Ethereum going. is going to become in the yeah. next few years, yeah. And so, um, we got to make up wanna... for those losses, bro. For those unrealized losses uh, of uh, of 2022, bro. You know, we're yeah. uh, we're just That's true. Yeah, That's bro. True. You know, it felt good. 
I'm not gonna lie. It felt good for me for once to see it, some green next to my, you know, my PNL. You know, <laughs> see some green. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you know, it, it felt good when I was at dinner the other night and I had sold everything, and I was eating in peace and I had made some money. <laughs> uh, all that so I can degen it back into into NFTs. Um, you know, the, the the wheel keeps on uh spinning. So Ovi, what's your what's your what's your download on like what the rest of you know what's what's up and coming for for how are you feeling? Are you do you feel like we're perhaps a little too excited? That's my scare. Yeah. That's my bear That's market the- side my scare now. It's like yeah. what like are we getting too excited? Right. Yeah. Look, it's you're you're right on that. And I think I think a lot of people are feeling bullish. So it's not like a it's a it's an against consensus view. Um, and yeah, like, look, we're two weeks into the beginning of the year and you do have what, while I think inflation is no longer a concern and while I think interest rates spiraling a lot higher, is not going to be a concern because there's probably maybe two more hikes this year. Um, I do think the economy is a concern and, um, you know, that's like, you could have like a housing market crash. You could have like a big drop in tech stock earnings and that could be tough for stocks and that could really affect crypto as well. So there are definitely headwinds to be cautious of, but I don't know. It's like a, it's a real tough one. I just think um, the other thing you have is that you have the Bitcoin halving next year as well, which I don't fully believe in it, but the, the actual crypto cycles seem to, to coincide and correspond with that. And that seems to also be in sync with economic cycles as well. So it, there's a lot of good things going for it. And I think the way that I see it is like time is on our side now. Like yeah. every day that passes, every month that passes, we're like, a step closer to all the stuff being over and we're a step closer to the, to the fed coming to the end of its cycle and we're a step closer to the fed pivoting and so like right now it's, it's a it's a tough one because we're at the beginning of the year but when you get to like june or july 2023 and if everything is going as planned and is, is on the same roadmap if you like you're probably like six months away from from the fed potentially even cutting rates right so i think time is on your side and, and as the longer you hold it the better the trade becomes here because it's not like last year where we had a lot of bad news to come and we were waiting for a lot of bad news to come and it came and we went lower. I think this year you're waiting for the good news to come and what can be the the cog in um, the the spanner in the works there is if that good news is delayed, but that just delays good news. It doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Okay. So, so what I did is I um, I put it into a, like an ETH, ETH USDC pair on Uniswap and just set the range at... One four hundred and two thousand two hundred, and um, if we go down to one thousand four hundred, then I'm fully long ETH again, and then it just says that if we go up to two thousand two hundred, I'm sl- I'm taking profits kind of on the way up. That that just means, um, I think that's like a less aggressive yeah. strategy than just holding it th- throughout the whole time. It means that you you are taking small small profits kind of on the way. I'm just for some people like I don't know, just going long, it can just be a bit scary, like. Uh, you must feel this for like I know when you go long, you're like, oh my god! Like <laughs> when Frog buys ETH, you, you just hear about it every second, like every tick that moves. It's yeah, it's like, oh my god, it's moved, it's moved, it's moved. <laughs> like how there are ways that you can do, I think certain things where you can, like I don't know, you can you can hedge yourself or reduce your like so you can sleep at night. I think because I think a lot of people just got burnt so badly. But maybe maybe you're right. Maybe you just hold it the whole time. But you can you can, I guess you can That's... add in different like yield yield strategies the fact that people got burnt so badly last year i think is a bullish thing for this year because people are they're gun shy right people are a little bit scared they're a little bit 
um, tainted. And that's, that's what causes people to not have the position on, I think, and be scared. Do you think, do you think we're going to... Do you think we're going to get an alt altcoin season? We've already seen like a big move in things like Solana. I mean, do you think we're going to see a hundred X's and some of those? Like, not I, this year. I, but do you think next year you could do? Yeah, it's an interesting one because I just feel like when we came in in 2021, we were at the we we're in the midst of kind of an altcoin boom, right? Like, it was all these random coins doing like a hundred X or ten X, yeah. and it felt like that's where the that's where where it was interesting to be. But now having gone through one of these cycles, I'm just like. I don't know if I'm ever getting in, getting into like an outside top twenty coin again. Ever like again, they just yeah. never. They, there's no point to, to half the coins out there, and you get caught up in this like I've never pseudo science reason about why you need a coin to, to like do this certain thing. And like, I, I do believe in certain coins, but even Matic, which I really believe in as tech, like we even question the coin coin of it. So I just I feel as though. That's one thing I'd be wary of. Like, don't just FOMO into a bunch of altcoins this cycle. I, I don't know you might the, make money, uh, but I just I feel like I don't know. I'm I'm comfy with ETH. You know, if I gotta play Sol, I'll play Sol. If I gotta play Matic, I'll play Matic. But obviously, Bitcoin's you know. But I don't know. Like, I understand but ETH. Reminders, I think. Like, um, the people made an absolute fucking killing in the alt season in 2021. You made an absolute fucking killing in the alt season and like ICO bubble in like 2017, and you you will get another alt season. And the thing is, like this time, the, the first time in 2021, it was our first cycle, so we had no idea what the fuck we were doing. Literally buying all the like scam pump and dubs. But you know, I think when it happens again, now that I've seen like the crypto market for two years, we'll have a better idea of what will rally and what won't. But I do think there's going to be another time in our lives, probably within the next two years, where you can just go out there and just buy like a bunch of altcoins and a bunch of them will go up like 50x or 100x and then they will then go to zero but you can make money on that first half of that trade and it's just about recognizing when that happens I think and it seems to happen what seems to kind of start with coins you like uh no <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and, and mention any fucking altcoins and be tainted with saying that but um I think uh Real rug coin Bitcoin. rug <laughs> <laughs> Bitcoin halving. Bitcoin halving. That's going to be the narrative people talk Don't about. Don't go there, year. man, though, first of all. Second of all, man, <laughs> I, I, I will not, you know. Oh, okay. In case of an investigation yeah. by any federal entity or similar, I do not have any involvement with this group or with the people in it. I do not know how I'm here, probably added by a third party. I do not support any members by any actions of this group. I don't know how I'm here. It was the keeper. Just saying one million, one million dollar market cap. That's what I'm saying. It was I'll the keeper. It. it was the keeper. Listen, no, but when, it's funny. When Mando coin? Yeah, Ma yeah, we talked about Mando coin. OSF, by the way, but we did. We yeah, did. you missed that. But, Billion dollars. But the basically, we were telling people the playbook of Sam Bankman-Fried of just creating a token, pumping it up, and saying he has a hundred billion net worth or valuation on this bullshit and doing this all over again. But point being, um, yeah. This is like when we, you know, when when Fuez came on the show, we kept talking about the price of Matic, and he's like, "All right, guys, I gotta go." <laughs> he was like, "I right, fuck y'all." He's like, "I'll come here and talk about Meta. I'll talk about Nike. I'll talk about you know Reddit. I'll talk about whatever you want." But like, I, he's like, "Yo," <laughs> and he just dipped. That was funny. It was all in in in, in, uh, in, in you know good game and jokes, but 
Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we've had a lot of stuff brewing up. It's fun. Dude, building ERC, around the ERC-20 token is a lot of fucking work. Like, if people think that building around the ERC-721, like an NFT project, is tough, like, wait until, like, you incorporate. And, and by the way, if you're thinking about incorporating ERC-20 into your project, like, I would say don't do it at first. Like, just, like, really, 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 really take time before you do something like that. Because building an infrastructure around it is really tough. So that's kind of, like, to what Mando was saying. Like, it's, you know, we have a lot of people involved, like, to try and help us build around, you know, everything we're doing. But... It's there's a lot of things you're also tied into legally that you literally can't talk about or do, which sucks. Like it's actually that actually stops a lot of the, the work, uh, which um, you know it is what it is. Uh, but you know, hopefully uh, the space will uh, will grow and you know regulation will be built around it, and it's going to be a lot of fun stuff uh, going down uh, in the space. Uh, besides that, I think we got a good micro uh, recap from. from you guys see this um, three AC thing, by the way? Uh, what three AC thing? What so this time? Carl Davis and Suzu are founding, or they're raising money to, for a new exchange. Yeah, I heard um, that. Yeah, called GTX. <laughs> well, that. Are, hold on, let me share my screen. Are they what? So that was conf- so that was a rumor, but I guess apparently it's confirmed now. Let me send you the link if you haven't got it. Oh, wrong Cal oh. Davis. This is uh, Cal Dake. I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on, where's Zoo? Sue, how do you spell? Oh, Z-H-U. Okay. Got it here. Um, where do you see that about them? Did they announce it themselves? No. Let me send you yeah, a... I got your watch check, guru check, thing. Yeah, check, check yeah. the link. The Boom, here you go. We're live. So, just in, 3C founders to raise $25 million uh, uh, for a new crypto exchange. Okay, so they're going the exchange route now, yeah. not yeah. the fun route. First of all, question: um, Is twenty-five million enough to build an exchange? Um, oh, fuck knows. I love how they call it GTX, though. It's like a complete troll on FTX. <laughs> right? Oh, GTX. I get it. A B C D E F G. Yeah, I just got the joke. Hold on, it deserves one of those things. Hold on, where? Where? My buttons. I have too many buttons. <laughs> Great one, Suzu. Uh, so funny. Uh, I guess you know. Well, the next one will be. HTX, <laughs> not funny. Uh, but anyways, so what are your thoughts on that? that? I find that so ironic. Like, would you trust? Do you think your funds are safe? You uh, with uh, with uh, Kyle and uh, and Sue? I mean, I just Mando, you're muted. I, I can see your lips moving, but I don't think your mic is working. Kyle is based in Bali right now, right? Yeah, I think so. And I don't even know where Suzu is. Maybe he's in Bali too. But something tells me that two people that are wanted, like by any country that. <laughs> That extradites to the US are not going to be the best two people to have running a global crypto exchange. Oh, this meme is funny, bro. This is hilarious. I'm going to reply that. Von Doom, that's a funny one. Shout out to Dave's. But, uh, but it's, uh, dude, what the fuck? Like, why would you, like, oh, you know, why would you, like, at this stage, like, I don't even know what to do with my funds. Uh, everything's on like cold storage and like off exchanges. I don't even know where to put it <laughs> to off-ramp stuff to be at. I was thinking about this yesterday. I was doing some accounting and I'm like, hmm, who can I trust? <laughs> I got to go and make more accounts now on different exchanges. <laughs> it's like terrifying. Imagine like you move money to an account and then while you're moving it, it goes down because you had meant to take it out. Like I'm sure that happens to a few people for FTX like, where they were like meaning to like move stuff and then it happened. Well, Origin Protocol, that's so funny. Look at they even got it. <laughs> Their reaction to this. <laughs> FTX, GTR, oh, the memes are great, man. 
<laughs> yeah, well, uh, I got it. I see everybody. That's so funny. Oh my god. Uh, I guess what, uh, what, uh, we'll see what happens there. But, anyways, anyways, I, mean, I think that wraps it up. Tomorrow, we'll talk about this DJ and that lady spent a million dollars on the, on the, on the D God's floor. I don't know if you guys saw that, but some, it was an ape. Uh, he just went in and he just bought 69 D gods, just swept and swept yeah, them up. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Wow. I was just sent. I'm not sure I can share that. I screen share that, but I was just sent the GTX, uh, media kit. I'm looking at it right now. Wow. The person who sent it to me, let me know if I can stream, share it. Uh, but I'm looking at the GTX. Oh my God. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, wasn't this like, so, uh, shared before. I just want to make sure, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but this is a uh, this is pretty funny. It says from FTX to GTX, like on. <laughs> this is so fucking good, bro. Oh my god, this is um, this is funny. Uh, this is great. Uh, I'll say, oh my god, let me double check. One sec, I'm getting the okay. Everybody, hang tight. The show's not over yet. Sit tight. I'm getting the okay to see if I can share this uh, this kit. From uh, GTX, worst case, we'll share it tomorrow <laughs> of uh, of their new uh, of the new uh, uh, from because G comes after F. That's, that's the thing from FTX to GTX over a million depositors. Okay, so I'm good. Okay, I'm good to screen share this. Okay, so we're gonna screen share the the kit from um, from this uh, GTX. You can share. Okay, thank you, thank you, Anon, uh, for letting me know. I can share. How does it work? How do you share a window? Okay, there it is. So boom, bang. All right, there it is. So this is the media, the kit from the future for FTX users and crypto to crypto trading, January 2023. GTX which is the official media kit from from uh, from the Kyle and Sue's uh, latest endeavor. Uh, and it really says because G comes after F from FTX. <laughs> this can't be real. It is real. Can't be real. This is. Insane. It was said to be from someone very legitimate, and this is very legit. And it says um, over 1 million depositors on FTX are caught in the bankruptcy proceeding. They are selling claims at around 10% face value for immediate liquidity for or waiting 10 plus years for the bankruptcy to process, process disbursement to GTX. It says the FTX depositors transfer their claims to GTX. Oh, I see. So you have to transfer a claim to GTX for immediate credit in USDG and users trade with USDG margin using a seamless and familiar UX. This already sounds like a fucking Ponzi to me. So basically, they're buying up your claim. Um, and this is on the assumption that it's legit. So of course, you never know. I don't want to put my disclaimers out there, but it's it seems pretty legit. Because uh, you see here, I'm going to pass to the team. So it's Kyle and Sue. I love how it Point, says... As well. it was, lo- these are the guys that fell out with Roger Veer last yeah. year. Dude, I love how they say co-founders of 3 Arrows Capital, 3AC from 2012 to 2022 started with 1.2 million of partner capital grew to 4 billion dollars 40x in fx and 80x in crypto before 3c went bust in 2022 i'm glad they said they went bust i would love for them to put to see, put on their deck how much money they've lost people and what they've caused the market and then it seems like mark lamb and sudu uh, arumugam are part of it they're the co-founders of coinflex uh, from 2019 remember, to present remember coinflex last year remember I don't. When roger had like a um like a personal unguaranteed loan of like 70 million dollars or something like that and they just refused to pay it back oh yeah guys. yeah yeah that's them yeah that's them same guys yeah but wait they were on which side of the loan 
they had lent him the money. And they were a few... Oh. <laughs> he, he was saying that he didn't owe it or something like that. I can't remember the exact details. It says they built an exchange to $300 million valuation. Which, so it's basically these two fund guys and these two exchange guys that got together and they created GTX. And there's the executive team, which is CTO for Coinflex, Kent. The CMO from Coinflex, Leslie. Uh, CDO is from Coinflex. And the general counsel for... Okay, so it's literally the Coinflex team. Like the whole Coinflex team. The CTO, CMO, CDO, and their general, their GC coming in to build this with them. They're raising a twenty-five million dollars seed round. Uh, can you actually build that with twenty-five? That's crazy, right? To- I'm guessing they're using a lot of existing technology, so they're probably using a lot of existing. They're probably buying FTX technology from the FTX bankruptcy bankruptcy proceedings. So hold on, hold using on. a lot of conflicts first. This is like your. Two this guys. is you guys. This is like the, the, this is you guys' shit. Like you guys know this stuff. <laughs> Two guys who blew themselves up on a hedge fund. I love how you kept saying blew themselves up. Like, what's with people blowing themselves up today? Did you watch a movie this it's weekend? Term, this is a term you use. A hedge fund blows itself up. The um, yeah, they uh, and then what looks like another fund that lent Roger Ver seventy million dollars and then had no risk management about trying to get it back. Yeah. Are now trying to set up an exchange to take people's money. Seems. Seems like a those four. I could not pick a worse group of people to give money for. Fantastic um, four. This isn't a head. Mo- I mean, if anything, in exchange, you demand much higher levels of uh, of customer protection, um, risk management, and these four are. They say thank you it. at the end of the so, yeah. deck, though. Oh, great! Wow. Yeah, is Canary Labs? Mark guy's pretty young. You know, I don't think he's even thirty yet. Is Canary Labs making a move in GTX? Are you guys taking position into this? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be buying a bunch of USDG. So they're saying. I mean, this could be like a a a, a nice quick turnaround. These these guys are probably gonna turn it around and then crash it though. But uh, be very careful. <laughs> Just take <laughs> your money. It says FTX was last valued at thirty two bill, generating over one bill of revenue. Dude, they're using the FTX numbers as value prop. Are you seeing? Like, like, they're they the value props. It's like, dude, that means absolutely <laughs> nothing. Like, fuck all. It was an arranging bull market. It was literally like accounting fraud. Like, how can you even just quote any FTX numbers? Just, FTX was like, last valued at thirty-two billion dollars, generating over one billion dollars of revenue and zero point four billion dollars of net profit in twenty twenty-one. They're like, they're like quoting you FTX in the bull market when people thought Sam Bankman-Fried was like, not, it's not even FTX in the bull market. You don't even know if those numbers are right. Like the whole, it's literally an accounting fraud. So those numbers. L- they genuinely like they just mean complete fuck all. GTS like, I, don't, I would love to be a fly on the wall on these like you know what pitches, they, but you know what it is like the guys that invest praying. in it are probably also bad guys and it's just they're preying like on FTX bad. users. They're saying turn up FTX depositors transfer their claims, so they're they're just like this is literally targeted, micro targeted to only these FTX people who are caught in the bankruptcy proceedings. So they're they're, they're targeting to the people that are listening to our show, like the people at ten thousand dollars, twenty five k, five thousand. I know some traders have a lot more, but I'm saying to the you know to the everyday person that had their money, you know the Robinhood traders that were probably a lot of FTX, that because of the marketing of Tom Brady and all that, it's not the, Tom Brady's fault by the way, but you know what I mean. And then they're targeting these people, saying, "Yo, that's our way out. We're gonna do the claims thing, you know, USDG or whatever the fuck USDG is." Um, and so it's interesting. GTX unlocks FTX houses, Voyager, etc. Creditor claims for media trading. 
I guess what's the move if you have your money in FTX? You do their thing, you get your USDG, you dump that stuff, and you get your money out of that exchange. <laughs> what's, what's going on? Yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be some weird shit. Yeah, and like I don't know, it's just I'm not a fan. It, it I, just uh, sounds, but yeah, it just oh, sounds but, very but you know, this is this has just come out just after FTX. It's, they found five billion. Yeah, so mm. that would imply a much higher recovery. And 10 years recovery seems high even for me. Like, I don't think this is going to take 10 years to go through a bankruptcy court. This isn't, this isn't going to take that long. I don't trust no, Just my two cents. I don't trust this at all. I mean, if they did it find it. take a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, I don't like this. I don't like the sound of it. I don't trust it. But anyways. Anyways, anyways, thank you. Thank you, Anon, for the, for the, for the deck. That was, that was interesting. If you want to watch it on video, we, we shared the video screenshot uh, screen of it. You can share it. Look, it may be real. It may not be, but I'm, Pretty, I'm pretty sure the source is solid, and this is a real, real, real uh, medic deck. Uh, and so you can check it out. Um, but I mean, it does, you know, it comes out at the same time Ovi was talking about this. But anyways, 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 just quick thing uh, on the rug video side uh, for people. Uh, if you're interested, we're going to be sharing more about this. I'll make sure to to maybe make it a, a title for tomorrow, real quick. But we do have, if you're a rug video holder, so Genesis or membership pass holders, uh, you can. Um, you know, you can log into our rewards program, which is rugradio.expandrewards.xyz. Um, maybe we'll switch the 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 the, the to, dot, to our .fm to to so it um, you know goes directly there, but expand without an e. And then, if you're a membership pass holder or or Genesis NFT holder, you can actually um, you know you can you have to sign one time. You sign only one time, and you'll never have to do it again uh, for proof of ownership. And so you have to have the NFTs in that wallet. So maybe like if you have a membership pass, like you could just move that and use your membership pass if you want. And a lot of y'all Genesis holders also have one pass and you can claim rewards. And so what we did with our last town hall last Friday, which you can go look into our, our uh, town hall notes is that we launched listen to earn. So it's really cool. So now you're going to be able to learn to earn a rock token for listening to the different rock video shows. So we have 50 creators, 30 plus shows and we roll that slowly to all of them. But obviously it starts with, with some of the bigger ones uh, and ours that is like a test, especially with regards to volume. So every single person in here, every day at a certain time window, I'm going to change it every time, uh, you know, 11.30, 11.45, whatever, towards the end, I'm going to, you know, put out a secret clone to, uh, code to claim. You're going to have maybe like 5, 10, 15, 30 minutes for some, at first, maybe 30 minutes to claim. You'll be able to get some uh, some rug token. There's a, there's, a, there's a dashboard here to see. It's pretty cool, right? You can see like the top, uh, you know, uh, gainers of rug token uh, there's also a bounty system that's out now that we fully shipped on friday so that you can like perform different actions and get bounties for it whether it's sharing liking commenting a bunch of different stuff across different rug radio assets and posts across different platforms so we've fully shipped that out in a bunch of different character creator tiers so i, I said definitely um if you're interested in everything rug radio is building because there's a lot honestly and i'm really proud of it and so i really wanted to mention that uh, definitely come into our discord it's in my link in bio on the rug reader link in bio but also um check out our feed i mean we're sharing a lot um the page is growing our email list is incredible like we share every week what's new with rug radio what we're doing but also the market so if you're like the type of person that's just too busy uh to follow the show every day we actually like we take notes from this show and and so it gets a kind of recapped in the week and then of course like the dgens reports go out every morning i signed up to the email by the way and uh when you told me my two weeks ago and it's really fun to have it every morning just hit my my, my inbox uh, it's that one and the rug radio one that comes on the weekly that i really pay attention to it's really cool so definitely um pay attention to what's being built here y'all so because uh, there's a lot of good stuff happening on all fronts from the from Mando's F side and our side also on Rogue Radio. So a lot of fun things. But anyways, that was a great show. Glad Ovi's back. Actually, super happy Ovi's back. It, it feels weird, okay? When one person's gone, 
It feels weird. At some point, I may need a vacation, like where I seriously don't host. So you guys will have to hold it down. But I promise, I'm not going to do this to you anytime soon. Um, <laughs> so do I, do I get a vacation anytime no. soon? Or, or no, no, no. Had a kid. You, Everyone had. You had. You had vacation the first three days your kid was born. You're fine. Uh, <laughs> I think it was just a day, right? Well, that was really relaxing. You came back for Bo- Gordon and Garga 48 hours later. Like, your kid was literally born, and then 48 hours later, you were hosting Gordon and Garga on the show. That was so funny, bro. So funny. But hopefully by the time your, da- your daughter turns one, you'll have your roadcaster set up again. Uh, so we're really excited for that. Because uh, <laughs> now you have two of us with the superior you know, audio quality. So, yeah. you know. From maximum. This spirit. is the other thing that's happened in 2023. Farouk does two hour long shows. He yeah, just, I know. He's yeah, just sorry. sorry, sorry, sorry. You would it hate says one thirty. You and your, you and your. It's one thirty p.m. Five p.m. calls. No more five p.m. Yeah. calls. I don't know how you guys do it. I don't like let anyone schedule me before twelve thirty, just so I need at least 10, 15 minutes of like breathing after I show, I host. I don't know how you guys do it. I know it's magic eating calls. I got, I got to interview a guy to, to come join us at Canary Labs. Let's go. Era, All right, so. let's get off the show. Peace <laughs> out. I love y'all. We'll see y'all tomorrow morning. Our special guest, Jiho, Axie Infinity founder, coming on tomorrow. Fuck yeah, another banger. Uh, we got a bunch of bangers this week. Actually, Thursday's a pretty big banger. We got quite a lineup. Apparently, I'm not allowed to know who. Keith Groshans told me, be ready for quite a lineup. So I guess I'm ready. Uh, but anyways, 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 you already know. Tomorrow morning, we'll see y'all 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for another episode of Gem Web 3 Rock Radio. Let's go. And it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM. On this beautiful day. And uh